listening to the smooth sound of RPGMP3.com. Dungeon on. Go. Hello. Enjoy the YouTube you. binge on the playlist. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so this might be a short session as it's getting kind of lit. So you were in the Red Brand hideout. You had just avoided a pit trap in the Red Brand hideout. You had beat up some Red Brands a little bit, and you had found some treasure hidden in a sump tank type thing, and you were heading north through a corridor where there was a pit trap, and you're stood at a set of double doors, uh, beyond which I believe you have not really examined at this point. I don't know, Lockhart falling in the pit's a bad omen. That's right, I agree. Let's go a different way. But he wasn't hurt, though. Yeah, he managed to grip the edge and pull himself up. Well, maybe that's a bad omen for us, then. Lockhart. Oh, I'd just like to say I have the player's handbook, and it's kind of cool, except for the bloody-headed halflings. Weird bloody-headed halflings. (laughs) Sorry, continue. Can't get over the halflings. They're awful. <laughs> awful. I could be wrong, but I don't think there was another way to go. Back out and out the tunnel. <laughs> hey, you could come back Actually, to the I, tunnel. Su- I, su- I suggested that, and you didn't want to go that way either. That's that's because the guy tried to convince us there's a beholder down there, and I didn't think to distrust him. <laughs> I trust everything that Thing says tonight. Why is that? Because I do. Because you look trustworthy. Yeah. Thing, you look trustworthy. Well, I thank you, Lindsay. You're looking particularly nice yourself. Thanks. Clearly that pedo beard is working for you. <laughs> Wait, that's why it looks like Santa Claus, so he can lure in the children. I've trimmed it down a little bit, at least. No. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Haven't had any more crazy man-on-the-street interviews. That was so funny. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Crazy man on the street. Although, say the, the, what is it? Something there with the tunnel and why that machine had stopped. Yeah, why Bertha had stopped. And it was clearly clearly a spacecraft that had been buried there for a thousand years. Well, that's something. the cover story. I mean, really, they stopped because they don't want to anger the mole people, so they're in long-term uh, negotiations. The mole people. Yes, exactly. That's so funny, mole people. Which way do we need to go? Through the doors. <laughs> Forward. You're stood by them if you'd like to check them. I will check them for traps. Roll uh, their doors. I like that you're motivating the party tonight, my love. No, not even slightly. I see blackness. Sounded quite motivational. Uh, I see blackness. What do you mean? Unroll Try the the side scroll. It took me a minute to figure that out, too. Oh, over there. Did that pull you? I don't know. I pulled myself. Oh. I'm good at that. So it's Perception, right? Yeah. And I have six. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Um, you don't hear anything in the room beyond. There's a vague musty smell coming from under the door. Hmm. Musty smell under the door, people. I got a bad feeling about this. It did say there was a crypt and undead in here. Probably uh, things, bedroom. 
Ew. Well, I don't know. Well, what are we doing? We have a cleric with us if they are undead. And uh-huh, I don't think dead. we can handle it. Yeah, when I get five more levels. But <laughs> <laughs> you could turn undead. I can destroy undead at fifth. Uh, yeah, but you can turn them at this level, right? Yeah. Mr. Cleric Pants. If they are undead. Yes, I say we go forward. Onward! Are you opening the door? Provided no one's disagreeing with it, yes. Nope. Yes, I'm no disagreeing. So. I hear no disagreement. Yep. You open the door. Boom! Door is open. Well, oh, I'm going to give you a description. Three large stone sarcophagi stand within this dusty crypt, and propped up against each sarcophagus is a human skeleton clad in bits of rusty mail. False columns along the walls are carved in the images of spreading oak trees. The double doors in the southeast corner, that's where you are, are sheathed in tarnished copper plate. Hold on, let me just drop some skeletons onto the map. Skeletons. I was going to say, it sounds like they're already standing up, so... <laughs> they are, so I'm dropping them onto the token layer. There we are they go. like? Are they propped up, or are they like actually like standing, like ambulatory skeletons? They're like they're, they're propped against the um, the sarcophagi. They don't stand up till we walk in the room. You they know, they are kind of stood, kind of propped against it. They don't activate until we walk in, right? <laughs> just, just rushing and smash the fuck out of them. They do, they don't activate until we walk in. Luckily, they're not dwarf skeletons, so I can just smash them with my hammer. It's when you pull their aggro, that's what it is. Aggro train! Aggro train! Okay, what are you doing? Probably taking a step into the room so I can see the other half of it. Go for it. Roderick steps in. And... So... You can see a door on the northern side up here, and you can see a door on the eastern side up here. The skull's about to take its head off. The skellies are propped against the sarcophaguses, although they are in squares adjacent to them. It seemed appropriate. Oh, being a holy man, I guess we have to loot the dead. Being a holy man, you have to loot the dead. What kind of holy man are you? The wrong kind of holy man. He's a man who's obsessed with holes. Holes? Yes, of all kinds. That's where dwarves feel most at home. They're not, they're not dead dwarves, so there's no problem looting them. It's not like there are people. Yeah. Actually, they might be people. Uh, uh, okay. Roderick will pull out his battle axe and just kind of give a nudge to the skeleton in front of him. Okay. See if he nudge can nudge the skeleton. Does it shift? Kind of. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm essentially trying to move it from its from its propped up position to fall to the ground or something. You found the ballista trap. You're trying to knock it over, or are you just trying to poke at it? Well, I like. I'm, 
don't know. I'm thinking a skeleton, it can't be that well supported, can it? Well, you push it, and it, you would expect it to completely collapse, but it doesn't seem to. Okay. That said, it doesn't so, react to you either. Um, okay. maybe, it's something. maybe it's wired together or something. Possibly. Some, something's a bit off with these skeletons. Hmm. Then Keep a careful them. eye on Hmm. Um, I could, could cast Detect Magic to see if they're enchanted or anything. Good idea. That's a d20, right? Nope, you just do it. I just do it? Yeah. Would Knowledge Religion tell me anything about the burial sarcophagi or... You gotta go and investigate them? Well, since... Hellbeater or whatever's in the room, I guess I'll... <laughs> Hellbeater. I like that. Um, Halea casts Detect Magic. The skeletons do give off a faint necromantic aura. Oh, dear. <laughs> Smash them. Kill Are you in the room, Thra? Yeah, I'll, I'll come into the room. Where are you going? I'm investigating the sarcophaguses? Um, you, yeah, I guess guy. I'll go up to take a look at this one. Okay. So, the sarcophagi, uh, all of them you see from here, but that one specifically is uh, carved with uh, a depiction of a human female on the top. The carving is quite well done. You notice the other two sarcophagi are carved with human males on the top. It seems that the carving represents who would be interred inside. Does the skeleton propped up next to it have particularly wide hips or anything? <laughs> no, not really. It just looks like a skeleton. Mm. Do, do Did you mention any of them actually having weapons on them or something? The skeletons? Yes, they do seem to yeah. have weapons with them. In hands, or...? Yes. Could be wired in, you think, maybe. Ro- Roger they have short she... swords. They also have short bows slung across their backs. Okay. Roderick will... Uh, put the battle axe uh, in its um, holster for now, and I'll just kind of reach out to grab at the short sword and try and pull it out of its hand to really work okay. at it if need be. Right. You tug at its short sword. Yeah, friggin'. Yeah, that's funny, right? Um, all right, what are you doing tugging at its short sword? <sighs> it does seem to be well held within its grip. Are you attempting to disarm the sh- the thing? I guess I'm trying to pull it out of its hand using using whatever strength is necessary. I uh, guess it's probably we're probably going to have to go with a disarm. That seems most appropriate. I I wouldn't advise that, but <laughs> if if Let's it see. were up to me to uh, decipher, I'm thinking these guys are guarding this tomb here, which would be a family tomb by the sarcophagi we see, so if we loot or anything, these things might come to life. Um, that's a theory. Maybe. So if we smash them before they come to life, we can loot to our heart's content. Is I, what I, I'm, hearing. I'm, I'm more worried about them suddenly trying to take a stab at us if we need to make a hasty retreat and we're already wounded. 
Well, we're already in the room and they haven't moved yet. I I think if we try any harm towards a sarcophagi, I think that's what is going to trigger it. Give me a strength check, Roderick. The necromancy isn't that strong in here. It's just... Uh, Just strength? Yeah. Not athletics? No, not just pulling. You're pulling something. Not really athletic of you. Okay, that's a 22. It resists you, but only just. You're pretty certain that whatever's whatever's got this in its hand is quite strong. Maybe it's wired through the hilt into its hand or attached to some kind of bar in its wrist. You can't see it. It's constricted pretty well. Its arm lifts and kind of jiggles back and forth. It doesn't seem to particularly resist the movement, only you removing the sword. Hmm. Well, what do we want to do? I'm not particularly happy with these things at our um, at our backs going forward. I believe I've made my opinion quite clear as to what I think we should do. <laughs> All right, we're well, coming out. No, don't. In fairness, I'm going to try and pull this thing, and I haven't even damaged it at all. These things might be nigh indestructible. Let's not loot the tomb, please. Please, let's not. Ah, your elven fears. <laughs> what are you doing, Thra? Well, for dwarven science, I'll take a swing at the uh, skeleton near me. For science! Boy. Make me an attack roll. No! <laughs> Twenty. You soundly oh, strike the skeleton. Damage, please. Nine. Ouch. Um, you strike the skeleton squarely um, across its reasonably unprotected kind of skull area, and it collapses to dust on the ground. Okay. The other two skeletons animate and begin to attack. We'll have initiatives, please. I think you kind of figured that was going to happen, right? Looks like nothing's wrong with these skeletons. They just fall to dust. Not really. Again, I really didn't want to have to worry about these things doing something if we tried to leave the room and hitting us in the back or something. As far as I'm looking in the corner, I figure I just know the one just collapsed. Well, yeah, yes. The, the, other two, the other two move, begin to animate and attack. My initiative is six. Did you roll it with your character? Yeah, you did. It's good. Excellent. Roll initiatives, please, ladies and gents. So, Heather, remember to select your token first. Nice work, Roderick. <coughs> Would you consider yourself surprised by this? Not really. No. Well, we're we're both in full view of each other, so no, not really. No. Twenty-one for initiative. That's pretty good. I'm a seven. Skeletons are slower in this edition. I'm going on a twelve. They should be slow. Well, they weren't in previous editions. I'm traumatized, apparently. Uh, Way previous skeletons were slow. Yeah, <laughs> like zombies. Undead always attack last. Red browns, so you just walk through the room without right. touching them. I'm incredibly surprised my 22 did not disarm them. What strength do these things have? <laughs> they rolled a natural 20, Lockhart. Well, that'll do it. So, Guybrush. Right. Um, I can pass... What's the rules for passing through a companion space? 
You can do it. Alright. It counts as difficult terrain, though, I think? Mm, I think it's just an enemy space. Let's check. I thought... Hmm. Maybe. Let's look. I, I, I thought our YouTube comment said that. Maybe. Maybe it does. Pass it counts as difficult terrain. Your turn! Moving! Moving around other creatures. You move through non hostile you can move through a non hostile creature's space. In contrast, you can move through a hostile creature's space only if the character is at least two size categories larger or smaller than you. Remember that another character's creature space is difficult terrain for you. So yes. Another creature space is difficult terrain. So it costs you twice your movement to move through it. So ten right. feet across, Roderick. Um, I'm actually going probably to... not want to go across Roderick because doing nope. that will put him next to that skeleton. Hmm. I will. I, I I run forward and I come. Uh, I come to Roderick and then kind of take a little bit of an angle and run past Halay and stand next to her and ready my bow to fire at the skeleton on the far side of the room. So you're, you're, you're probably better off passing through um, Marigold and then Halea, then you're well clear of them. Are you firing? Um, I was planning on it, yeah. All right, so then through Marigold and then Halea, mm-hmm. and then just kind of right here? Yeah. Right. That's fine. You have like 35 movement. That's not terrible. Yeah. Pass through two difficult spaces as you kind of juggle past the ladies. And then I, I don't take any uh, disadvantage to... Uh, no. They don't have any cover from here, correct? No. Well, not the far one doesn't. Yeah. Except I roll garbage. <laughs> An eight. The arrow clatters against the dusty wall beyond. Roderick, you're on. There's a skeleton next to you raising a short sword. Hmm. We'll draw a flail and take a swing at it. Okay. Not your axe. Mm. Eh, <laughs> smashing is better done with the flail. True. Roderick's mm. attacking. Holy crap. Oh. 20. That's a critical. Critical hit. A critical yes. hit and critical. You can critical hit undead, right? Nothing says you can't. Alright, just making sure nothing says so. They've got that'll drugs. be 2d8 plus 3. That's good. Nine damage. Nine damage. Really? Two dice? You've only got nine damage? He is a human. Ah, uh, yes, he's not as strong and hardy you as you draw. Nine, two thing. Um, it crunches as you strike it squarely in the chest. Um, it looks slightly Hello? surprised as it collapses to the ground. Hello? 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 Sorry, you Hello? popped out there for a moment. Yeah, it can still hear static. Yeah. What? You popped out as you were describing it. Am I back? You are back. Okay, you strike it in the chest. It collapses to the ground. For reference, critical hits, uh, when you score a critical, you get to roll extra dice. Um, yes. that's basically it Yeah, I can't see anything about it not actually affecting anything and there's nothing oh. in the skeleton that says it, it doesn't take criticals okay. well no, I was just wondering if there was something in the skeleton or the undead that said they're immune to criticals no, they, no. they're immune to some things but criticals are not one of those things 
You have to ask, because at one point, it was a thing. I agree, it is definitely a thing. You critical it, and it dies. Uh, crunch. <laughs> okay. Skeleton! Uh, it has a short sword in hand. It walks forward towards Thra and takes a swing with its rusty-ass short sword. <laughs> and it is pretty terrible at this. Yay, that's what we like. Pretty How terrible. You're cutting in and out again. Am I cutting in and out? Not to me. Yeah. Not to me. Ooh. Dodgy, dodgy Canadian internet. Okay, here we go. Hit and throw. 23. I uh, know. You lie. That totally hits you. Yeah. He swings his rusty, tetanus-ridden short sword and <laughs> finds the chinks in your armor for five points of damage. Ah! You feel the tetanus gripping. No, <laughs> no we don't have any penicillin. No! At least it's not the diabetes. The lockjaw kicks in. Thrar, it's you! Oh, man. I will hit him back. Hit him back with thy smitey hammer. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> Thra, angered by the skeleton's gall, although it lost the blood <laughs> a long ago, swings with his mighty hammer, striking a strong, decisive hit for... Now, do I do... Do I just... I double the weapon damage, but not the you dice? Double the dice you're rolling. Okay. No, yeah. Damage is normal. The, the, the damage modifier right. is normal. Yeah. You just roll the dice twice. Four. Ding, ding, ding. Seventeen. Seventeen. You smash him to powder with a very (laughs) big hit. And then a few more bashes just to be sure. He crunches. They were really pathetic. What what was their hit point? Thirteen. But they're vulnerable to bludgeoning, which means they automatically take more damage from that. Oh, they're vulnerable. They are vulnerable to bludgeoning. Damaging wow. vulnerabilities, bludgeoning. Which means they take a ridiculous amount of damage from bludgeoning. Well, it's a good thing all my weapons are piercing. <laughs> loot, 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 loot. Loot, 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 What are you looting? Well, again, mon- monster weapon armors are worth nothing. Yep. They're just... Especially this, because it's, it's written as armor scraps. Uh. Yeah. No pouches on them, nothing here. Not a thing. Alright, bag of bone dust. Oh, sack off a guy. No. Yeah, we already killed the undead. Sarcophagi's gotta be safe. Unless they trapped him. Does someone want to check There could be traps? more undead in them. They went down easy. <laughs> they did. That's not an untrue statement. Yeah, they but did the go down undead could be meatier or something. If there's meat on them, I can pierce them then. <laughs> if I can get a roll to save my fucking life. <laughs> well, considering your luck as of late. Just saying. Uh, fortune favors the bold. I'll open the woman's sarcophagus. Okay, you push, <laughs> you push it open. Um, inside the sarcophagus, there appears to be Scraps of clothing and pits, pieces of mouldering bone. 
Thor bravely opens the female sarcophagus and cases. Sorry, Thor, you didn't find a woman. Searchy, searchy. Nah. Searchy, searchy. You look around. Um, you don't find anything in this sarcophagus other than moldering bones and pieces of rotten clothing. Ah. Ah. What about the rest? Need a warning, guys. I'm. Well. Don't know what it is. I, I, I can keep hearing static, but lots of popping out. I don't hear any static. You're the one with the bad connection. You're recording the audio. Stop that, Lockhart. I did nothing bad. I know. I'm not hosting the call this time. True. That's probably better, isn't it? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. <laughs> it might have made your work harder, is what I'm thinking. Maybe a smidge. Maybe. To be honest, the audio at this end might be okay. I guess we'll see. It's not clipped yet, Touchwood. Oh, um, yes. Well, what's coming through, it's fine. It's just all of a sudden, like, without without warning, it'll just turn to silence. That's kind of terrifying. Perhaps it's the skeletons. Are you searching the other two sarcophagi? Bra. Well, yes. Maybe, but I'm not. Logic depicts if... See, these sarcophagi are incredibly detailed. Obviously, they belong to a noble family. However, if the woman's sarcophagus is fairly empty, it could be possible that... And I'm fading out again. ...the tomb was already looted before we got here. It's possible. All right, but we need to check for hiding undead that might jump out of the swimmer. Ah, I like that. Thrari's hiding his looting under the guise of like some kind of protection and defense. Mm. That is a fair point, Thrar. <laughs> well, let's pop these lids. You open both sarcophagi. Again, they are filled with dusty bones and what's left of what was probably once fine cloth. Ugh, it reeks. It doesn't smell nope. that bad, actually. It's gone beyond that. It's just dusty. How? Yes. Uh, you and I discussed the other day about, like, the the proper way to search rooms in this yes. game. Um, yes. Did we ever come to a decision? Because I know they want you to be a lot more specific about your searching, but, I if, mean... In this in this room, there are walls and doors and three sarcophagi. That's that's all you've got to search. So if you say, I'm searching the sarcophagi, that's, that's, that's sufficient. I don't okay. want you to go into every room and go... I am searching the east wall. I am searching the north wall. I am searching the... Because that's going to drive me crazy. Okay, that's that's what I kind of want to figure out before we... Yeah. Go if you say I'm searching for secret doors, I'll assume you walk around all the walls. I move to the example. next five-inch square and search. Exactly. We're not yeah. going to be that pedantic. Right, and then um, what does that fall under? Is that a perception check or is it yes, an Yes, generally perception unless you're investigating, in which case it comes under wisdom, I think. Yes. Uh, what would fall under which? Uh, perception is just spotting stuff and generally kind of looking for things. I would say search would generally fall under perception, but if it has an element of kind of putting the pieces together, I would roll it under investigation. Which is intelligence, actually. In other words, yeah, oh, is it intelligence? If you're looking for kind of like clues to connect the dots, then that might fall under investigation more so than just being able to see it. So it's things like 
if you, you can see the blood on the wall, but to see how the splatter works might be an investigation look role, for example. I did, I just started watching Dexter. That's where that example comes from. <laughs> That's so, we think I'm going... We think I'm going left or right now. How are you, are you there? Look, are you searching the sarcophagus? Yes. Okay. You find in one of the male sarcophagi, the one on the east wall, you find a platinum signet ring. Boom. Time for some more detect magic. You casting it? Sure. The ring is not magical. Because totally we'd find magic rings <laughs> at second level. It is, however, worth 50 gold pieces. Oh. So the door over here is back towards where the entrance was. Mm-hmm. So there's probably less manner that way. <coughs> Tend to agree with that thought. I guess that's fair. Want to check it out just so it's uh, in case it's a uh, closed off uh, area. Keep things from being behind us. I think that's always good to make sure your way is clear. When in doubt, know the way out. Right, right. When in doubt, know the way out. I like that. It's good. Makes good sense. I learned it from Zombieland. Ah, ah very good. Lots of good advice in that movie. I feel. Mm. Very much so. Cardio is one of the. Number one rolls two. That's funny. Okay. Double tap. That's roll two. Roll three is up, I think. Roderick moves close, but waits for one of the rogues, whoever wants to try to take a look at the door first. Lens. Faint, Lindsay. You're super faint. I'm sat here facing the computer. I don't okay. know what you want me to do. I believe which door are you checking first? The north one? Uh yeah. Okay. Rolly. Seventeen. You hear nothing beyond the door. It is not locked and it is not um trapped as far as you're aware. And I'll try the other door beforehand. Okay. Evan. You don't hear a great deal beyond the door. Don't think it's trapped. Probably not locked. The, the, the first door might be the safer door. Any particular reason? Woman's intuition. The lake could have a listen to this door over here to the uh, left. Why wouldn't you trust the rogue? Does she have particularly good ears, the rogue? She's a rogue, but she does for a job. They trust you to heal things, they trust Roderick to smash, to dodge things. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Is is there a particular. I mean, just saying, why, I mean, why would you listen again? I mean, you can listen again if you wish, but I feel we're edging towards metagame listening. I don't know. 
Percep- oh, shoot, perception's shoot. wisdom. I don't think rogues are known for wisdom. Eh, you never know. <laughs> okay, fair point. Um, I, I, I didn't catch the, the first round of investigating the doors. That's all. Yeah. She, she was listening at the safe door, Hal. Oh, okay. Yeah, listen at the safe door. <laughs> um, safe door just huh? double checking. Uh, Marigold, is any it. reason you... Marigold says it's uh, it's halfling woman intuition. So I assume Brave Roderick will want to take the unsafe door to eliminate the threat. Brave Roderick. I think the assumption that this door is safer means the other door is not safe. <laughs> uh, well, again, what as I've been trying to say is, is asking if there's any particular reason if she, she doesn't want to go beyond this door. Because it would be good to if it does lead where we think it does, clear out a section. I believe her, her comment was that we should try, we should go through the first door first and the second door That's second. Great. Which door is the first door? They're trying to talk to you. First Z's. Okay. Second Z's. Hmm? I don't know, I've seen her. Lindsay's trying to corral the dog. She managed to poke herself in the eye, so we're giving her little eye baths to keep it calm. Aww. I know. She has a cherry eye, which is kind of nasty for the puppy. Aww. Poor yeah. Ruby. It's a little swollen. I think she caught it on one of the cactuses in the garden. Oh. Yeah. Cactuses in the garden? That doesn't sound safe. It's yes. Houston, dude. It's the only plants that can survive in Texas. <laughs> Although, Aside from trees. Tall. And that's a sign. <laughs> It looks like uh, Roderick has positioned himself in front of a door. Yep, looks well, like he has. If Marigold thinks we can take it, we can clear this room first. There's no danger beyond it. We can always go back that way as well. All right. Take it one room at a time if we have to. I'll move up. Got it. Okay, everybody's moving up. Moving on up. And with the approval of Marigold, Roderick will open up the door. Word. Roderick opens the door. See what Roderick sees. I love how you got the blind guy at the front. It's great. <laughs> Roderick sees. Oh, now what? How is that what? even working? I have no idea how that one's working. Oh, I see. The light's coming from. Ah. Uh, from, torch, I guess, right. Guybrush would be my guess. Well, um, maybe. I think that the light's just kind of in the room so far. Mm. Should I cast Dancing Lights for you, darling? So far, well, so I guess do I, do I just see a hallway going to dark, darkness then, basically? You see a hallway going to darkness as far as you're concerned, yes. Attack the darkness. <laughs> it attacks, it attacks the darkness. A magic missile! Pew! Pew! Hmm. It's a hallway, a short corridor. Um, 
Thor, do you want to take a look? All right. I'll let one of the I'll let the Dark Vision Dwarf step forward. Dark Vision Dwarf. There's a door on the eastern side that you couldn't see in the darkness. Door up on the right. She got agitated. All right. Does seem safe enough. Get it right. Shall we go with the other one then for now? Sure. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're checking this, you're going to the other door? Going back to the door on the right side of the room. Sounds grand. And okay. we'll give it an open. Okay, you open the door. Two raised. Okay, you open the door. Two guys with swords are stood either side. They take a swing at you. And jail cells. Oh, or something. Chop! Oh. Roger, no! And then we'll roll initiative. I'll have them give them one chop each. They're probably going to miss Roderick, because it's Roderick. We should find them. Hold on. Rough for ruffians. There they are. Uh, yeah, they're not terrible. They don't hit very well. We like 15. That. And an 11. Both will Neither miss Roderick, hits. I believe. Hmm? I, yes, I jumped the gun. I thought we needed to Okay. Miss. Beyond them, you see a room, which I will briefly describe. <coughs> uh, where are you? This long room is partitioned into three areas. You can just see the partitions. With iron bars walling off the north and south, filthy straw lines the floors of these cells, the hinged doors of which are secured by chains and padlocks. A pair of dishevelled human women are held in the cell to the south, while a human boy is confined to the north. All are dressed in plain grey tunics and have iron collars fitted around their necks. A heap of discarded clothing is piled carelessly against the far wall. Okay, that's what you see. And... We'll roll initiatives. Oh, Hellbeater's not going to like this one. Hellbeater. Ah. Initiative. Ah. <laughs> what does that mean? means my stubby little legs will get me to the room later. That means you rolled a bad initiative. Yes. Apparently Roderick's having call problems. Oh, dear. Oh dear. You just seem to be having audio issues. The red brands are on an 11. I wonder if he can't hear us at all. Hmm. It's going to suck. Suck! Stupid technology. Miss playing with my fun. He's dropped. Who's hosting the call? Uh, that would be me. Can you bring him back? Is he available to bring back, or is he, he trying to reconnect? He's trying to reconnect. Okay. Come on, Roderick, you can do it. Someone added a phone number. Okay, that phone number's back. Hey! Guess we don't want that. All dropped. Is he dropping? It says Carl dropped, but. Seeing if that'll call him. 
Hooray, hooray, hooray. So, the, the Red Brands both missed him, but they, they clearly severed his connection to the internet. Yes. That's so clever. That's a great special ability for the Red Brands. What do we th- what what is his what do we think his plus is to initiative? Yeah. Oh, he's typing. Pause recording. Okay. Do we want to pause this recording and see if we can get him back? Sure. I can do it. Okay. One, two, three. And we're back from our slight technical problem, and um, Roderick's player, Mr. Lockhart is still unable to reconnect to the game. So we've decided that we're going to pause here and pick it up next session. Um, apologies for the short session. You killed three skeletons. Yay! That got you 150 experience. All right. Cool. So, so that's 30 XP each, I believe. Is that right? 150 by three, yeah. Or 150 by five. Yeah, 30. Everybody else plays. That gives you like... 490. Yeah. Only uh Looks like Lockhart's having serious Skype problems. He's dropped completely. Yeah. Uh, that'll teach him to have that dodgy Canadian internet. Well, his sister's place is, isn't that well connected, I think. Well, we've had... Well, now, now he's like a working man again. He might want to upgrade his internet connection. Well, yeah. Is uh, that... <laughs> So we're going to pause here. You've just opened the door. They've took a swing. We've rolled initiative already. So we can start the beginning of the fight next turn with Roderick's action. Right. I keep calling Roderick, and it's not as it's Roderick. Wait, hold on. Are you fucking apologizing for fucking up his name when you deliberately screw with mine on a regular basis? Three, Pierre. I will fucking end you, Hal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're just He's in just... the same house as you, man. You have cojones. <laughs> it's all right. Didn't see the forums. He's angry, but he's small. Oh, <laughs> me, dude! I the never we- underestimate the little guy, dude. The wee vegan. That's right. Okay. That's right. Cle- clearly, clearly, he needs to eat meat to grow taller. I am not that small by Mexican <laughs> standards. By Mexican standards? That's the problem. Are like you? Keep- Comparing me to white people, and I'm not white. I'm Mexican. I'm terribly sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I can't tell that. Apparently, I don't see race. Yeah, well, it's true. Like, I go to Mexico. There's a lot of people I'm taller than. (laughs) It's like I've got, was it five people, three people on my floor and five people in my, uh, at my work that are taller than me, which. Wow, you're tall, too. I'm. Not, I'm just under six one. I'm not like that tall. You seemed taller. Yeah, people tend to add a couple inches to my height some for some reason. It's to make up for the girth. Mm. Lockhart saying, "Is it worth Heather trying the call?" Uh, I could try it. I guess. All right, one last go. All right. Okay, so I'm pausing the recording. Let's see if it call. works. And we're back, and success. Lockhart is back with us, so we can carry on with combat. So, Roderick, it's your turn. Two guys, either side of the door. Shall we say they have half cover from the corner, like they got for you? Um, I suppose. Yeah, you're up. 
taking a step forward so I can actually yep. see the room a bit proper. There you go. And uh, let's see. These guys... Um, they are eh. wheeled short swords. They are wearing studded leather armor. Basically, they're the same old red brands you had last time. Hey, these prisoners look clothed. What? These prisoners look clothed. Yes, they're clothed. Don't get rapey. I, I thought I thought you said their clothes were off in a pile in the corner when you're. No, the, there are clothes in the pile in the corner. They're wearing gr- like grey tunics, almost oh. like a like a prison uniform, and their their actual clothes are in that pile. Okay, I'll readjust my mental picture now. There you go. <laughs> and put your penis away. That's right. Well, oh, yeah, he can't he can't do that. It's constantly out. It don't fit. Oh, hey <laughs> So, stepping yes. forward. Seeing these, this poor family held in prison, Roderick looks towards each of them and shouts, You bastards! Pulls out his battle axe and swings with amazing attempted accuracy. Using my inspiration. Attempt. I like that. He swings with an amazing attempt at accuracy. I, well, it's one of these things. I want to say amazing accuracy, but... <laughs> That's right. You need to roll as you're talking and then adjust your conversation as you go. Swings so, with terrible accuracy. With mighty intent. With mighty intent. So correct yeah, me if I'm wrong, but I, I can use I can use my inspiration to uh, get an advantage on the roll, right? You've got inspiration? Yeah, we gave it to him. Well, that's right. Is it advantage or is it a re-roll? I can't remember. I think it's advantage. Inspiration, 125. Inspiration! Uh, if you have inspiration, you can expend it when you make an attack roll saving through your ability check. Spending your inspiration gives you advantage on that roll. All right, then. Do it. Do you, which one are you going for? I'm going for the one to the north. Okay. Um, I'll axe to the neck. Oh, that was with advantage, right? Uh, yeah. Is that with advantage? A 14 that is with advantage. advantage. So you rolled a 5 and a... I rolled a 9 roll? and you a rolled a three. 9 and a 3. Uh, that is just his armor class. Lockhart, you hit him. Squarely and just. Damage, please. You hit him. Your attack almost goes wide, but you correct. A 9 points of damage. Ouch. He's mildly upset by that attack. And then using action surge to move quickly and dart the shield up against their attacks. So that lets you take a... Dod- uh, extra action dodge. Oh, so you're, and then you're dodging. Yeah. Nice. Mr. Threepwood. I'm, wow. For once, it's, it's actually pronounced correctly. I'm, I'm impressed. Um, hmm... I can't shoot them from anywhere, can I? Not from I where think, you I are. I think no. if you shot them from where you are, you'd probably be at three quarters cover, to be honest. Um, well, one person mentioned you can't be um, worse than uh, they. It, cover doesn't stack, so to speak. Yeah, it's just the yeah. I guess you're right. So he's, he's either the, at half cover from Roderick, or half uh, cover. From he actually has a pretty. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's fair. He's probably in yeah, half cover if you look at where he is. Yeah, it's a pretty good line of sight to with the door open, to be honest. Yeah, half cover. It's half cover for the halfling. It's probably half cover for the sarcophagus. F- firing through a doorway is the only reason I thought it might be three quarters. 
Yeah, but just that he's just standing in the right spot, to be honest. Yeah, probably. I can happy with that. Let's give you let's give you half cover. So make a roll if you want. All right. You can easier that feat. Got a twenty-five. Yes. Holy crap! That's good. You your arrow sails through the air and strikes him squarely. All right, and it strikes him for ten. He falls to the ground, bleeding and gasping for air, an arrow protruding from his neck. And then I would also like to, uh, I would also like to move after my shot. Okay, where are you going? Um, just like, I'm just going to run up a little bit so that okay. I have not entered into the fray yet. Mm-hmm. But if I choose to, I will be... Uh, Available. Yes. Very good. good. Hello, it's you. Oh. Well, I would have to move into the room in order to do anything. Well, Maybe. It depends. Unless I could do uh, dancing lights and blind the dude or something. It's not a combat spell. It's not that bright. (laughs) I kind of figured. Let's see. Unless he's really high and just gets distracted by lights. (laughs) (laughs) Then you can just distract him with a sandwich. Yeah, that's right. I'm hungry. Stop talking about food. Oh, <laughs> uh, lovely sausages. Oh, oh! I noticed that the King's Beer Garden's having, like, worst fest, which means for nine bucks you can eat all you can out of their sausage collection. <laughs> all you can eat sausages. Doesn't that sound amazing? No. Uh, I imagine <laughs> you're vegan. You don't have any opinion on sausages. I, I have a very strong opinion on sausages because I'm vegan. Well... You have no valid opinion on sausages. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not eaten one in, I don't know, what, 14 years? No, um, 12? 12 years. It's terrible. Let's not pick on people for their lifestyle choices, shall we? <laughs> and it is a choice. On... We were picking on him. <laughs> Just saying he, he's not allowed an opinion about sausages. Other than he doesn't like them and want to eat them. And they're full of lips and ring, which is what makes them so tasty. <laughs> lips and ring. Well, Hale could be brave and move into the room. She could? If you move... No? Th- well, sorry, go ahead. I don't know. If she move, Well, it depends where she goes from here, I guess. Um, if, you, if you move forward, you're within melee range of him. Right. And moving out of melee range of him does provoke that opportunity attack. Right. However, if you want to stand in the room, you could even get here or the space below it um, fairly easily as part of your movement. Yep. And then you'd have a nice soft mage to hit at. Yeah. Well. Let's see her be brave for a minute. Woo! Where are you going? I'm going right here next to Roderick. Okay. Right to his the room. left. Let's see. And I am going to 
firebolt him. Firebolt. Firebolt. That that is a ranged spell, so you're at disadvantage being in melee range with him. Right. Essentially, he's knocking your arms around and beating you. Thank you, baby. You're amazing. You brought me cheese sticks and yogurt. You're awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Or quiet tonight. Let's see. Or maybe if he is within. What kind of armor is he wearing? Out of curiosity. He's wearing studded leather armor. Darn it! That's right, no one in this bottom level is wearing metal anything. Well, I am. Oh yeah, you should try Thra or Roderick. Well, I'm not going to shocking grasp you for anything. Aww. Oh, Roderick might like it. Roderick is married to me. He yeah, has oh, the yeah, advantage. Yeah. Oh yeah, you don't do that kind of kinky shit, right? No, She I... is that kind of kinky shit. <laughs> it's just not polyamorous, that's all. Polyamorous. You're not pulling a dwarf in, huh? <laughs> nah, I think... Nobody pulls a dwarf. That's, nobody tosses <laughs> a dwarf. That works fine. <laughs> so. Uh, let's see. Firebolt or shocking grasps, you think? I mean, I haven't had much luck with shocking grasp lately, but... Sh- shocking grasp, at least you won't be a disadvantage to do so. Right. Let's see if I can shock the guy instead. Do it. Let's see. Because so. you know, if you actually hit, it'll be a real shocker. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible pun. I know, but yeah, I couldn't resist it. Let's it's see. those terrible ones. It was ones. almost like John came through the room for a minute. So, okay, but I, I, I can't remember. To, to do... Shocking grasp, I need a D20 plus 5, or... Yes. Okay. So essentially you're you're sheathing your hands in lightning and attempting to touch him. Right. Touch, touch, touch me. Oh, 14. Was that Damn Lindsay? It. No. No, um, it was not. 14 hits him. <laughs> Just. Let's see. Now... Attempt to dodge back from your shocking grounds. 1d8. 6. You kind of teeth chatter a little bit as you kind of rock rock him a bit with your lightning. Doesn't look very happy. (sighs) Well, uh, red friend. He's distracted. He swings at Halei. Disadvantage. Roderick interposes his shield between the two of them. That's a reaction, right? Yes. Mm. We've got a lot of actions this round. I've I've used quite a bit of my stuff. Mm. He is action boy that way. He he was rather offended earlier, so. Okay, swings a toilet with disadvantage. Rolls an eight. That's pretty terrible. <laughs> Uh, on, Even, the back, on the back swing, however, yeah. he gets a nine. Oh, dude. Even without my mage armor, he, that wouldn't hurt me at all. Opportunity missed <laughs> to wallop the mage. All right, Mud Petal, you're up. Um, hey, sweetie. My best target. There's only one. It's to the south of Roderick. If you go through the wall, Adam. (laughs) If you move up to the doorway, 
She remember yeah. she can dash as a free action on her turn. As a bonus she, action. Yeah, bonus action. Bonus action, free action, same difference. I mean, she gives up a second attack though when she dashes. Um, true. Can I just move up to here? Yeah, you can move up to there. You're, you're, you'll be at a slight disadvantage of fighting around the corner, but you still get two attacks if you do it that way. Alright, so just my normal d20 plus um, six for my short bow. Correct. Um, short sword. Yep, short sword. <laughs> 26. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Critical hit. Roll the dice twice. Um, and the other one would hit too. Holy crap! I think he's uh, not long for this world. <laughs> well, hang on, and, and, and of course, Roderick's within five feet. That get you sneak. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> so the first attack is a critical with sneak attack, and the second one is just a normal attack with sneak attack. He's quite dead. So what am I rolling? The first one will be four d six. Plus four? Yes. That would be 16. <laughs> the second else? one would be 2d6. Eight. <laughs> um, Mud Petal kind of peeks ahead around the corner, and then two short swords appear and basically eviscerate him to the ground. <laughs> he falls to the ground in two separate pieces. You Never didn't just get one. The little guy. Never. Wow. You, did, you didn't just get one kidney. You got two kidneys. That's right. One on each. One on the end of each sword. Nice and work. liver, just for good measure. They sell better <laughs> in Paris, anyways. They're, they're dead. Quite, quite dead. Okay. Time to rest um, the prisoners. So, does it look like these uh, doors or whatever? It looks like bars and, and such, really. Mm-hmm. Does he look like the uh, gates are locked or have locks on them? Yes, on the chained and padlocked. Hmm. Looking over the corpses for keys. Looking over the corpses for what? Keys. Keys. They do not seem to have keys on them. Could you even find the keys in the pile of organs and <laughs> temperament that Mud Panel left? On the upper one. Yes. Well, no, he could find the keys on the upper one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm betting the lock won't have The woman in the south room. cell looks expectant and steps up to the, the bars. I'd ask if you're all right, but to be honest, I suspect the answer would be that you're probably not. Sir, if you can get us out of here, we will be so, so all right. My, my name, my name is 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 Myrna, Myrna Dendra, and, and these are my children. She points to her. I'm trying to figure. Annoyingly, doesn't tell me who's who. Um, Imagine she the points, female points to the girl next to her, who is 18 years old or looks about 18. This is this is my daughter Nilsa, and that is my son Nas. I would. Okay, keep going. Yeah, put your nick, put your dick back in your pants, dude. <laughs> You saw where that was going. <laughs> Are you hurt? Not really. My husband, uh, I don't know where they took him. Oh, dear. 
Can I get in the room? Sure. I'll look at the lock and see if there's a uh, if it looks hammerable. Hammerable? Yeah, you could probably bash it. Or you could let the thieves take a look before you just turn it into one hunk of metal we can't do anything with. <laughs> well, that's an option if they want to. Uh, do you, um, we? Uh, he was killed in town and dra- they dragged his corpse here. And they locked us up uh, the night after. Oh. Yes, we heard about that. It's why we're here, as well as to rid the town of these red brands. Oh, that would be wonderful. What did? What was the decision about uh, about picking locks? It goes off thieves' tools. So is isn't it just that like you're either you either can or you can't do it or something? The dex check if you have a set of thieves' tools. If you're proficient with them, you add your proficiency bonus. If not, I hit him with my giant hammer. <laughs> and if not, he'll hit them with his giant hammer. You might want to wait you... on that thrower. Did right. did uh did Lindsay have like? Was she somehow more proficient than I was, or something? Yes, because she has she has, she's she's has expertise with thieves' tools, which That's gives her twice is. her proficiency bonus. So expertise. she has plus four when she uses her thieves' tools rather than plus two. We'll try to get you out. We have a very skilled locksmith here. But <laughs> locksmith, that's what we're calling them these days. Hal? Yes. What am I rolling? Dex plus proficiency times two. So it's going to be. What's your dex bonus? Four. Six? Four. Four and yeah. then plus two. And then plus two again because this is your ex- one of your expertises. So am I doing 1d4? 1d8 plus... 1d20 plus 8. Sorry, 1d20. 1d20 plus 8. Checking for security cameras. <laughs> you get over to the lock. 20. Looks pretty simple. You pull out a couple of pieces of your thieves kit and you easily click it open. Which one you open in the north or the south? Uh, whichever one the mother woman is at. The south door. You unlock the south door. She comes, she gives you a cuddle, a big hug as she steps out. Yay. Thank you so much. You, 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 I have nothing to reward you, but, um, well, I might know where there's an heirloom hidden. We don't need rewarding. Okay. At this point, do the callers need removing? What? Do the callers need removing? It might be helpful if you took callers off. They're pretty easy as well. They're only DC-10s for the locks, so let's just say that um, with with time and a little bit of tinkering that Marigold can get all of the collars off and all of the doors open. Sounds good. I I was going to say, when I was a young girl, uh, we fled from the town of Thundertree after the undead overran the place, and um, my family had a herb and alchemy shop there, inside which is a case containing an emerald necklace that is hidden behind a section of storage shelving. If you ever go near Thundertree, um, I, I, would, I would recommend you could pick it up, and that, that might serve as a reward for saving us. Thundertree. Excellent. So, I allow Gary the Mouse to feast on the eviscerated remains of the red brand. Gary the Mouse is scared of the color red. Fortunately, he's colorblind. 
<laughs> Gary the mouse knows what the color red smells like. <laughs> Fine. I pluck out one of the red brand's eyeballs and feed it to Gary the mouse. Is that a crow? You don't Gary know what the mouse, mouse being petrified, is, is terrified of any spherical object. Yeah, have to have them nibble at the 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 soles of their feet. I hear I hear mice and rats like to nibble at that. I, I barely not on. That kind of reminds me of an episode of A Thousand Ways to Die that I've seen. A bunch of uh, rats pretty much killed this dude by bur- literally burrowing through his face. Mm. When he was stuck in a little tunnel or something. So, like, 1984? <laughs> Ish. Not maybe. the rats. Not the rats. Um, but yes. Um, we free them. Shall we walk? The uh, entranceway should be clear, but uh, should we walk them there nonetheless? Sounds good. Okay. Are you taking uh, them all the way back to town or just releasing them? I'm telling them to well, run like hell. I, I think if we just get them to the exit of the manor where it's a straight path to town, I think that's sufficient. Okay. You you release them, and, and they run free. Free as birds. Birds. Mind the pit. Perhaps. <coughs> yeah. Eh, whatever. You know, they grab a few, a few pieces of clothing from the pile. Was that just so? Was that just their clothing. Uh, off the pile so, as they head out, shoes and such. Is there still a pile left when they're done? Yeah. Well, we were searching for the keys on the guards. Did we find anything else on them? Nope, they didn't have anything other than their short swords and their crappy clothes. So, another two more pairs of stud leather and short swords? Yep. You know, coin on them. Uh, uh, um, the rustle through the remaining pile then? Seems to be mostly peasant clothing, um, normal, average clothes, nothing particularly special. Hmm. As as we're by the entrance, just a quick check at our makeshift prison. Your makeshift. Oh, seems fine. The door is un- unbeaten down. Okay. Everyone's still good to keep going. Are, are we back? Are we now back in the like at this room? <coughs> you're ba- yeah, so you're back in the sarcophagus room because you're um, gonna have to go through the other doors. I'm guessing. Yeah. Do Do we want to have Marigold search the the prison room for any goodies? Well, the cells there t- there tend not to be too many goodies within prison cells, and we took a look at the piles things there. There was if a room that. Wasn't cells though. I mean, just searching for any trap doors or anything, hidden goodies. Marigold. All right, uh, Marigold's gonna go ahead and search ah. the room for any hidden Z's. Was that you under the table with the dog? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So I'll I will roll. Seven. Awesome. Marigold Fucking searches the room and doesn't find anything in addition. Where are you heading? 
Shall we sally forth, chaps? Yeah. Sally forth. So who does have the lantern on their person, out of curiosity? I believe Marigold has a lantern. Mind you. You're the person who has no dark vision. Mind you, at the same time, the place has been lit enough for the humans inside here, so yep, really, Roger should be fine. They seem to be pretty well tended. Wow. This this hallway's just dark, though, apparently. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> no light in this hallway. Yeah, well, you know, that's because that's your future. Oh! Gonna let Marigold go first with the lantern? Oh. Well, I just... I'm... Oh, I'm fine going first, just as long as we have a light source so we can actually see ahead. Yes, Marigold will, I can open her lantern if you wish. Which will do that. Yeah. I'm fine still taking lead. I just need okay. a bit of light to go ahead with. Oh, she's probably going to go check that door out, isn't she? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Be what I was thinking. Thinking. I can hear a chinking noise, like somebody's like clicking coins together. Oh, that's me. Sorry. Is it caught? Co- you're counting your money. <laughs> Actually, I'm trimming my claws back. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, it sounds like nail clippers. Right, so I'm sorry. I didn't think it would be. audio recording, people. At least Marigold she's not chewing is checking the door, correct? Yes. I didn't think the mic could pick it up. I'm sorry. The claws are so much fun. surprised. Okay, check the door. The door here seems to be more robust than other doors you've seen. Um, it seems to be locked uh, from the outside. And, um, yeah, it's quite uh, well locked, in fact. So, first we need to try and pick it. That would be the idea. All right, so Marigold is going to try to pick this this hardy and stout lock with her nimble halfling fingers and tools. Yep, roll it. Roderick stands ready with shield to pose in case the door happens to open from the other side while she's doing this. She she messes with the lock for a little while and it clicks open. Apparently stay in the back with my hammer. When it does, she turns around and looks behind her and she kind of waves her hand over the wall uh, and she kind of smiles. Secret door? Marigold thinks there is a secret door behind her. In this wall here. Okay. There is a door to the front of you that you've just unlocked, and you think there's a secret door behind you. You feel the wind blowing through it. I'll point out to the rest of the You think you could easily pick easily open it. Alright, um... Does everyone want to open it? Want to open the secret door or the other door you've unlocked? Secret. I think secret <laughs> first might be best. Agreed. Are you opening the secret door first? Sure. Yeah. Okay, Marigold turns around and opens the secret door. It's made for the ladies, but big enough for a man. Damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Is that a goal? No, I... Mm-hmm. I don't I see feel it. like it's... That's not really giving us much to see, Hal. I see that, which is weird, because I've deleted the whole door. I think I you know just need to delete the wall just a bit further. Let me just do that. Oh, hello. 
Hello? That doesn't sound right. That's bizarre. Apparently Marigold is not showing the light at all anywhere. Right. Uh, Absolutely uh, dark vision. There we go. Marigold's light-emitting abilities appear to be flawed. Hey? She okay? What? Hang on. You play with her. Hmm. How's that? There we go. Fixed hey, the, there hey. we go. Had has sight was turned off. So, she had the ability to see, but not the ability to see. Hmm. So let me just. Well, do, that sounds cryptic. It's kind of meta. That. Lindsay's messing with the dog in case you're wondering. The dog's just vomited under your feet and you're just ignoring it. I'm not ignoring her. She okay? She was eating something. Okay. That's what you see. Beyond this area at the north end of a large natural cavern, but it's been finished with dressed stone block walls and a flagstone floor. Several barrels are stored against the walls here, along with a number of empty crates, straw for packing, hammers, pry bars, and nails. The cavern continues for some distance to the south, and you can make out several passages that open up off a larger cavern that looks like a deep pit or crevasse in the floor. Hmm. I think we find the found the way that'll join up with that cave. Maybe. Do we want to go forward here or see what more of this tomb and crypt area is left to be discovered through the locked door? We can see the locked door. Number two. You opening the second door? Does everyone want to open the second door? Marigold um, opens right. the door. Boom. It's a room. Like a store room? <laughs> mm. It's a room. Okay. Um, and the door is ajar. Ha! <laughs> Racks of weapons line the walls of this chamber, including spears, swords, crossbows, and bolts. A, oh. dirt, a dozen dirty red cloaks hang from hooks by the door. Looks like a stockpile of arms. What's the quality like? Pretty average. Mm. There are spears, short swords, long swords, light crossbows, and quivers with crossbow bolts. Um, do we want to inventory them now, but say we come back for them later? Sure. Twelve spears. Six short swords, four long swords, six light crossbows, and eight quivers with 20 crossbow bolts each. Well, I'm sure the town could use that better than the red brands could use that. Out of curiosity, would a spear count as a quarterstaff? Nope, it's a spear. Uh, I couldn't have a magical enhanced spear or anything. Uh, you're not proficient in spear, are you? 
I don't think you're proficient with the spear. It's a different kind of weapon to a quarterstaff, so you're not really used to it. Nuts. I uh, thought I could be clever. As a wizard, I don't think you have access to many weapons in this edition. Spear yeah. is elf, simple, she but... is an elf, though, actually. True. That's true. If well, she wants, she could use longsword proficiency still. Yeah, uh, she could pick long up that longsword. Yeah, you could use a longsword. Yeah. At least there's a longsword. But I think in general, this is quite a lot of equipment, so we'll be coming back to it. I do like that idea, Thrower. Certainly seems an armory to fill the town with. And taking away from the red brands if uh, is always a good thing if we don't finish them off right away. If we have the opportunity. I suspect if we're not able to finish them off, we might need to make a hasty retreat. We could retreat with the weapons now and uh, drop them off the town, come back. It's not far of a walk. Perhaps we could bundle everything together with the cloaks that are provided. Make a makeshift hat? Sack? Or maybe? Hacky sack? <laughs> Not a hacky sack, but, you know, a bundle. Them. That'd be a sack full of axes, I guess. <laughs> ah, ah, that's funny. None, nonetheless, any time taken to that effect would... Um, leave the chance for the red brands to come forward and be at their um, uh, highest caution when we return. Seeing the guards guards we've killed and imprisoned. No, if I say we carry on. Okay, where you going? Yep. Um, further on into the secret room. Okay, move, folks. <laughs> Roderick boldly strides forth. So the t- the tunnel area clearly is not lit. Tunnel area? Yeah. You mean down in the bottom of here? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's lit. There are certain, there, you, see, you see a number of flickering torches down there, but insufficient number to completely light the room. Okay. Dancing lights? Um, I think we just need to keep that lantern out at this point. Okay. So, a cold breeze fills this natural cavern that's the south of you, carrying with it a faint scent of decaying flesh. A crevasse divides the cavern and is flanked by two rough stone columns that support the 20-foot-high ceiling. Two arched wooden bridges span the chasm. You can see them here and here. I will have to say, with with a big enough opening, the the dynamic lighting works okay. It's actually a somewhat neat effect to have those shadows off the columns. Yeah, those are the columns. That's right. Mm-hmm. But you need that big enough opening, otherwise it kind of feels a bit restrictive. It's a bit pokey. But I guess that's part of claustrophobic, dungeoneering kind of feel. Yeah, but... Again, light's pretty good and all that. But yep. Anyway. I moved Thrar up. Thank okay, you. what she's doing? You're in this room here, which is some um, kind of storeroom at the moment. Yeah, a quick look at the boxes and such. Giving them a search? Yeah, a quick look about. Hey, take a look. Uh, most of the provisions here are um, aren't particularly valuable. They're mostly kind of stores again, like you had in the front room. But lying among them are thirty beaver pelts. 
Make myself a hat. Make yourself 30 hats. <laughs> or a cod piece. Do, um, do these ones show One any particular... Any particular trading company stamps on them or something? Nope. You don't think you don't see them. They obviously were stolen from some kind of trading um, thing, but doesn't have any markings on them. Now, you think they're worth about two gold each. And obviously 30 beaver pelts are not a, a small thing to carry around. Nope. They're not small. <laughs> okay, 30 beaver more, pelts. More than likely, they, they're like stretched out within a little frame anyway, right? Well, they probably had that done to them, and they've now been kind of packed for transport, so they may well just be stacked up in rolls or whatever. Should we put them in the room with the other crap we're going to come back for? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we, we can put them aside in their weapons rack room. Okay, you put them in the armory. Okay, anybody doing anything else in this room? I think um, we're just I guess. Gonna... I guess Marigold will have a a quick look around, check the walls and everything for anything interesting. You good with that, Marigold? Yes. <laughs> Are you looking after the dog, Boo? I'm sorry. Is Ruby all right, Nicholas? Um, it appears as such, but Lindsay is shaking her head no. Oh. Do we need to stop and take her somewhere, Lens? She said, maybe. Okay, do you want to do that now before we get into this? What we doing? All right, what's the 17 to check the room? Okay, over here, in this corner, Marigold finds another secret door. Ooh. Really? So there's a secret door here on the wall. Right, I'm just waiting to figure out what uh, y'all are if we're doing other things. Yeah, I think we might want to stop now. Okay. We're going to see what's up with the puppy. All right. All right. To be you continued. Have, you got 300 experience. That gives you 60 more on top of the 30 you got from the previous half of this adventure. So, 520? Sounds right. Awesome. All right. Okay. And so All right. Cool. All right, kids. You're at the secret right. door and you found it. All right. Thank you. Go. What a shocker.